Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every day for a few minutes, about 13 minutes. But you know, even that short period of time, it helps us to stay focused on our relationship with God, on our souls. It helps us to have a better, more spiritually, more spiritual mindset to be able to deal with whatever the day throws at us. But it also helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because being in God's word is key to developing faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Well, you know people in your life who need stronger faith, don't you? Who need to have a better focus, more spiritually focused direction in their life. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God, about their souls help them. Help them by sharing these short studies with them. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other uh, technological means, but make up uh, up your mind. Make that commitment. Start sharing today with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can. What a great blessing it would be to help somebody turn their life around and ultimately get to heaven because you started getting them into God's word by sharing these short studies with them. That would also be a great blessing for you as well. So so make up your mind, make that commitment, follow through and start sharing today. We're going to get back into our study that we've begun over the last couple of times together, talking about thankfulness. Do you have anything to be thankful for? Well, do you? Of course you do. Of course you do. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18, Be thankful in all things. Now, again, as we emphasized, he's not saying there, be thankful for everything that happens to you, because some things are tragedies. You fall and break your leg, you break your arm, you get deathly ill, you lose your job, you go broke. Well, those are not things that we would look at and say, I'm thankful that I broke my leg. Although being involved in jail ministry for many years, I I have heard from inmates who studied the gospel with us during their incarceration, and, and they were thankful that they learned the gospel while they were in jail. You see, there can be blessing in all kinds of circumstances, sometimes without our thinking that that would be possible. But Romans 8 and verse 28, all things work together for good to those who love the Lord. God can guide good to come from what, even from what we would consider to be negative circumstances. But you see, ultimately, as a Christian, when we become Christians, no matter the negative specific in a particular situation, we can still be thankful. We can be thankful that we're Christians. We can be thankful that we can look beyond this. We can be thankful that God is there watching over and taking care of us and that we're looking forward to eternity in heaven with him where there will be no more sickness, no more pain, no more suffering, no more crying, no no more dying. When we look at 1 Chronicles chapter 16, beginning with verse 7, we read, 
On that day, David first delivered this psalm into the hand of Asaph and his brethren to thank the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Now look at that. Do you have anything to be thankful for? Again, again, remember James 1 and verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Is there something in your life that you would say, well, that's truly good? If so, and almost without question, there is. In fact, there are a number of those good things. Those are blessings from God. You can be thankful for them. You should be thankful for them. And so David wrote, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of his wondrous works. Talk of his wondrous works. Those are not empty words. Those are not just David saying some things that he's been taught all of his life and he just repeats them in a rote kind of way without really thinking about the gravity of what they're saying or what he's saying, about the worthiness of the encouragement that he's giving. In Psalm 26 and verse 7, the psalmist here wrote, And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me, Therefore I will offer thanks I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. You see, there's so much for which we can and should truly be thankful. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 107 and verse 8, and notice in this psalm four times he writes about the goodness and wonderful works of God toward all of humanity. Toward all of humanity. Psalm 107, verse 8. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. You see, God blesses everybody everywhere. Verse 15 Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Do you see the repeated emphasis? Verse 21, Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And verse 31, Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Now you might say, well, why did the psalmist write that four times in that one psalm? For the sake of emphasis. It is written in poetic form, and poetry repeats itself in different ways, but sometimes even within the same words over and over again. But the emphasis is we have so much for which to be thankful, and we ought to be giving thanks to God for all of those blessings. But we need to think about how much we have for which to be thankful. The question we've asked at the beginning of this study is, do you have anything to be thankful for? Some people are pretty cynical. They think, no, I don't have anything to be thankful for. My, you, you, should, you should see my life. You don't know what, I, what it's like. You're breathing. You can be thankful for that. You're walking on two feet, two legs. You need to be thankful for that. 
A lot of people could not walk. Even if you struggle as you walk along, there would be people who would be glad to be able to struggle if they could walk. You can see with two eyes, people who are blind would love to have that blessing. You see, we have so much for which to be thankful that we just take for granted. And so the psalmist trying to tell us, be thankful, be thankful. Jesus said in in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 45, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his son rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. You see, remember what that psalmist, what he encouraged? Oh, that all men might be thankful to God, that we would give thanks to God, that we would recognize how much we have for which to be thankful. And we do. We have so much for which to be thankful. Again, what did he say there specifically? In Psalm 107 and verse 8, Oh, that men, men everywhere, and of course that's used generically, all people everywhere would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. Compare that again to what we have quoted from James chapter 1 and verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, is from God, comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. What does Jesus say in Matthew 5 and verse 45 again? That God sends the rain on the just and the unjust, that he causes the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. Now, God is not going to allow the evil to continue and the unjust to continue without being disciplined, without being judged. We must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ in the final day of judgment and give account for the things done in the body, whether good or bad. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10. But God gives us time, and that's because of his goodness. Remember, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He dem- John three sixteen. he demonstrates his own love for us, his own love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5 and verse 8. God is good. So many people are looking for goodness in their lives without turning to the very source of true goodness. They somehow want to find goodness without turning to God, who is the author of goodness. You take God out of the picture, you can't define goodness. God is the giver of all good things, truly good things. And because you have good things, you need to be thankful to God for those good things. You need to open your eyes and start writing down the list, enumerating all of what you can truly count as blessings from God. The psalmist wrote in 1 Timothy, I'm sorry, the the apostle Paul wrote in 1 Timothy chapter 4, beginning with verse 3, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving. Do you have food to eat today? then you have something for which to be thankful to God. 
by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. God has specifically blessed us with the opportunities of life-sustaining, physically physically blessing food to eat. We become stronger physically through the blessing of food that God has bestowed upon us. You have something for which to be thankful if you have food to eat today. Do you give God thanks for that wonderful blessing? We'll go a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray together. Father, help us to recognize all the good that you have put into our lives, to put away the negative thinking, and to thank you, Father, for all of your many wonderful blessings, and guide us to be able to come to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for forgiveness and salvation, so that we can look forward to that ultimate good, And that is an eternal home with you in heaven. Help us to open our eyes, Father. And help us to tell others about this ultimate goodness that they can have if they will come to you through Christ. Father, we pray for forgiveness. And we pray our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.